the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. So I'm going to tell you about a, a movement now um, to get schools just to recognize the Sixth Commandment. Just can we, can we recognize the Sixth? Don't have to have all ten. Let's just put one in. You can't murder. How much of this has been, how much of this has been, um, has the, the foundation for our society been laid to grow these killers? How much of just the removal of basic principles and then not replacing them with anything other than gobbledygook? We're doing this now with science. We're now saying that just because you say you're a man or say you're a woman, you are rejecting science. We, we have always been told as religious people, you are science deniers. But we are now being told that just because you say you're a woman, you are a woman denying the X and Y chromosomes. What is happening to us? What happens to us is, no matter what the God is, no matter what the God, we used to develop a society based on what the shoebox says. And inside the shoebox is a magic eight ball. And that's what we've set our society up on. Well, we might go and say, uh, you know, we uh, am I a woman? Shake the magic eight ball and it says, ask again later. And we build our whole foundation on that. Well, if you take away the magic eight ball, you better replace it with something else that is going to decide what is true and what is not. We've taken away our magic eight ball. We've taken away the truth that we all recognize, the Judeo-Christian truth. We have taken, we have taken God and chased him out. In our society, what made Western culture different was we looked to Jesus. Jesus was a messenger of peace. Now, religions got screwed up all the time, all the time. But generally speaking, when we would take these big leap forward, it was because we were basing our society and the greatest men in our society on Jesus. They were the ones who sacrificed it all. They were the ones who were peaceful, who were gentle, who were giving, who were healing, who were listeners and comforters, who took more than their fair share for everybody else. And that was something that was grown inside of us. Now we've gotten rid of that character. And what have we replaced it with? Nothing. There is no hero. There is no archetype. There is nothing. Point to what we're all striving to be. You know, we all, we all chanted, well, not all of us, but many chanted for change. To what? To what? There has to be a point on the horizon. To what? Many of us said, you're going to make these changes, and they're never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough because you haven't told us. If you told us that, look, we just want people to be fairly treated, 
gay people should be able to get married. Fine. The way to solve this is to get the government out of marriage. Otherwise, you cause far too many problems. So get government out of marriage. I don't as a Christian, I don't get any anything from the government declaring my marriage is sacred or valid. Who cares? What we've done, however, is created a system to where now, what about the wedding cake? What about this? What about that? And the government has to be involved. That's not American. That's not freedom. But because we don't have a point on the horizon where we're saying we're headed for that archetype, that's what we want. And this is what people are like in that archetype. And they're well-defined characters in all kinds of situations. We know how Jesus acted when he was angry. We know Jesus, how he was acted when he was being scourged and accused. We know when he had the power to heal. We know how he acted when he was offered up the wealth of the earth. We know every scenario. We know. Where is that archetype for us? This is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm reading Pinkerton and uh, I'm also reading... Um, uh, Jordan Peterson at the same time and they're both coming at uh, the problems of our society in very similar ways Jordan Peterson however is saying there is a case for God here Pinkerton is saying there's no case for God as I'm looking at as I'm looking at things um, I'm realizing how foolish I have been and how much how much I have to learn and how I have, how I have allowed people to shape my thinking. For instance, I've always thought Nietzsche was, you know, God is dead and it's nihilistic and it's all over and, and uh, there's nothing good. Nihilism. No, that's what he was warning against. And it's amazing because he, he makes this case that God is dead in something that he calls the parable of the madman. And the ending is what we've done. We didn't listen to what he was saying. Listen to this parable of a madman. Have you not heard of the man, uh, the madman who lit a, lit a lantern in the bright morning hours and ran into the marketplace and cried incessantly, I'm looking for God, I'm looking for God. And many of those who did not believe in God were standing together there and excited considerable laughter. And they said, oh, you lost him? Oh, did he lose his way like a child? Is he hiding? Oh, he's afraid of us. Has he gone on a voyage? Maybe he's emigrated. They shouted and they laughed. And the madman sprang into their midst and pierced them with his glances. So here he is around a bunch of people who are mocking the fact that he's looking for God. He says, where is he gone? I'll tell you, we have killed him. You and I, we are his murderers. But how have we done this? How are we able to drink up the sea? Who gave us the sponge to wipe away the entire horizon? What did we do when we unchained the earth from its sun? Is it moving or are we moving? Or are we perpetually falling backward, sideward, forward in all directions? Is there even an up or down left now? Ask yourself these questions. Is there an up or down left now? Do you know what's up, down, sideways? Do you know which way we're falling? 
Are we falling to the left? Or are we falling to the right? Are we falling forward? Or are we falling backward? There's no consensus on this at all. We have no idea. That's what this, quote, madman was saying to the people. We don't have any idea. Is it not more and more night coming all the time? Has it not become colder? Ask yourself that question. Are we not a colder society than we were 20 years ago, 40 years ago? Are we not colder in many ways? Does it seem like darkness is, is getting earlier and earlier now in our society? He then says the famous quote from Nietzsche, God is dead. God remains dead. Here's what we don't follow. And we have killed him. How shall we, murderers of all murderers, console ourselves now? Think of this. If there is no God, who's consoling? Who's, where, where do you get your... Where do, you, where do you get your peace, your solace? He's saying because in that society, that's God, everybody found it with God. That which is holiest and mightiest of all that the world has yet possessed has bled to death under our knives. Who's going to wipe this blood off of us? With what water could we purify ourselves? What festivals of atonement, what sacred games will we need to invent? Now think of that. We had a system. It was the atonement. It was, it was for Christians. It was Jesus bore the sin so you can start over. Well, what is, our, what is our ritual of atonement now? We don't have one as a society. There is no one who makes up for everything. There is no one who can forgive our sins. We just have to do it. You just forgive it. You just, all you have to do is stop drinking. Just stop drinking. All you have to do is just stop eating so much. Just stop eating so much. That's all you have to do. Then why don't we do it? You know what I have to do? I just have to start exercising. Why don't we do it? There are things that we tell ourselves all the time that we just have to get over it. But why don't we? That was an important ritual that we had. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Listen to what the, what the people said. Here the madman fell silent. He regarded his listeners. They were silent as well and stared at him. At last, he threw down his lantern to the ground and broke and it went out. I have come too early, he said to them. My time is not yet come. The tremendous event is still on its way, still traveling. It hasn't reached the ears of men yet. Lightning and thunder require time. The light of the stars require time. Deeds require time even after they are done, before they can even be seen or heard. This deed is still more distant than them from the distant stars, and yet they had done it themselves. Meaning, Nietzsche is telling us now, what are you going to invent? Who's going to be your God? Who's going to make your rules? Now, remember, he's writing this in Germany. And he's saying the Germans have lost their God. You're now going to have to restructure. So what is it? So it was built on the progressive era. It was built on science and pseudoscience. According to man, and man said, you know, what we have to do is treat everybody equally. We have to be a collective 
instead of God saying each of you are individuals, man said, yeah, but we're going to protect the individuals by working as a collective. That led to death camps, death chambers, gas chambers, gulags all over the world. We, we have to fix reason firmly in our seat, but we also have to realize we've killed God in our society. And it's going to end the same way it does every time a society kills God. If you want to kill God, then what are you replacing it with? Let's be very specific on that. What is our God? What gives us in, um, eternal truth? What is that point on the horizon that we need to affix and look at and say we're headed in that direction? If you get rid of the God who gave us the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness as individuals, if you get rid of him, then it's logical to have a conversation about getting rid of those rights. But then who is going to issue our rights and what exactly do they mean? Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network.